following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, I think many people, if you said the word guilt, they would think, well, I know what that's what that means, what we're talking about there, but not a lot of people know that there are different types of guilt. And so could you mm-hmm. walk us through some of that? Well, I, I will say that I'm, I'm going to mention something that was much earlier in my life. I, I, I always thought guilt was not good. I mean, nobody wants to feel guilty. And um, later I learned um, there was something I was doing in my life and I, I didn't feel guilty. And I had become a Christian and I knew I should feel guilty, but I didn't. I couldn't understand why. And um, so I, I'll just say, first of all, there can be confusion. Um, because is our guilt uh, a loving instrument of God used to convict us, to correct us, to conform us to the character of Christ when we go astray? Um, or is guilt an issue of shame and blame and feeling condemnation when we actually do feel guilty and it kind of strikes a, a blow to our hearts. Uh, what I, want, I would say is, first of all, I believe that guilt, true guilt, is a positive gift from God. Hmm. When we need to be convicted, like I did, I had a pattern of lying. I had it from childhood because I lied about, I was told how to tell my upbringing. I was told how to um, say my name. It was a fictitious last name I grew up with. But I couldn't understand why later I had difficulty with lying. I was definitely confused, but I, I knew I should feel guilty, but I didn't. Um, and that is because I, I realized I was trying to uh, survive and protect my mom from terrible treatment. And um, if I could, if I needed to lie to, to survive or to, to keep, keep her from uh, being treated, mistreated, then I felt justified, and that while that that's understandable, a lot of people grew up surviving, but then later becoming a Christian, I knew I needed to not lie, and uh, because I wasn't now protecting my mom, I was trying to protect me for just saying things that were wrong. So there is such a thing as true guilt when we really are guilty of uh, wrong, we are at fault. And so we need to feel true guilt as a result of, of sin. 
And when we are guilty, we there's a penalty. We 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 need to literally repent, which means you're going one direction, you're driving one direction, and you you turn. If you're on the wrong way of a one-way street, you've got to turn. We should go turn, or else we're in trouble. Now there is false guilt. False guilt is when you're you're blaming. Well, I'll, I'll say it's based on um, self-condemning feelings that you've not lived up to somebody else's expectations. And you may not be guilty at all, but if somebody else expected you to do something, or, or let me say it another way, you can have false guilt when you have forgiven, excuse me, you have been forgiven for your sin. Uh, you've 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 repented. You're you're not committing wrong, but if you continue to blame yourself after you've confessed and turned from your sin, then you're not living in the freedom that God gives us. God, in fact, I I love the scripture. I know it's kind of strange to love this scripture, but it's in Isaiah fifty three. Verse 6, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. But the Lord laid on him, and that would imply Jesus, the sin of us all. So it does not surprise God that we have sinned. We all have sinned. But to continue to blame yourself again and again and again when you're not committing either where you haven't committed a wrong or when you've continued to blame yourself after you've confessed your sin and turned from your sin God does not want you to continue to feel guilty because Jesus said the truth sets us free and um, actually there can be a reason why even a, a different reason why we continue to feel guilty. In uh, Revelation 12, verse 10, the Bible says the accuser of Christians accuses them before God day and night. But my point is, at times we have an enemy of God who wants us to continue to feel guilty when we're not. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their life. It's ministry multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You're listening to Hope in the Night. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry, and we thank you for that. Our customer support team is available anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time at 800-488-HOPE. They'd love to help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Let me recommend one of our keys for living. Uh, These are over 100 topics that we have, a full treatment on any of these topics. We'd like to put those into your hands, whatever would help you the most. Keys for Living tonight, June was speaking from the topic of guilt, and it's called Living Guilt-Free. And again, customer support would like to help you to get the right resources into your hands. Their number 800-488-4673. That's 800-488-HOPE. If you'd like to speak with June about something happening in your life and you'd like to get some direction on that, see what God's perspective, what what his heart would be on your uh, particular situation, we'd like to help you with that. Just give us a call at 800-917. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, You'll uh, just leave a detailed message for us. We'll get back to you as soon as possible and talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. The number again, 800-917-800-644-4817. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have listening on WATY in Florida. We welcome Tamar. Well, hello, Tamar. Welcome to Hope. Hi, June. How are you? I'm blessed to talk with you. How can we help you? guilt and also to do it ever I mean I know it can go away but some things like that are traumatic yes it still comes it keeps coming back it keeps coming back and I'll be 71 in a couple of weeks and mm. it's like Tamar when Would you be willing to share with me what has been so painful to you? That would be very helpful to me. When did it start? Um, What you were saying about um, lying as a child. Well, I'll start off at the beginning. 
Okay. Um, Thank you. Raped at five. Incest before then. Some things I can't remember. But mm -hmm. over the years, I believe when, when it was time to remember certain things I have, and I've never really been able, I've been married before, and I just got married um, a month ago. My first love, <laughs> I have to okay. say. Okay. Um, a first husband molested my, um, one of my children. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. And I thought I had raised them to the point where, from mine, that whatever something like that would happen, um, to let me know, and she did. Um, but it had already happened to because of my lifestyle then. Um, but the Lord delivered me from 35-year drug addiction and prostitution, in a sense, mm. not out there on the street, but being all the in-between. And when I gave, when I finally, I, I didn't get saved because I was scared of going to hell. I got mm. saved because I was tired. <laughs> I was tired. And when I got, when the Lord allowed me, I mean, when he came into my life, from then, um, 1993 to um, 2018, I lived a life, he allowed me to live a life of celibacy. saying that your grandmother initially was raising you and yes, then when she died yeah you know, when she died then I'm basically understanding that you were abused 
by other people. In the family, yes. In the family, yes. Wow. So the, you've, you've had a rough beginning. Is that yes. not true? But it mm. was covered by money. In what way was it covered by money? Because everyone, even though we were a black family, everyone thought we were like the cleavers. Oh, okay. In other words, there was a cover-up, is what you're saying. It, it, you looked good, but, you know, there's, there's an expression, people don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Is that is that what you experienced, where people didn't know? Yes. And mm. plus also to being a liar. And whenever mm. my um, father would get mad, my mom, my biological mom, and my stepmom are are cousins, mm. and they didn't like each other. <laughs> oh. But she never could really accept me, and she mm -hmm. was young herself. Mm -hmm. But I could make her laugh, you know. And I was afraid of being left alone again. But she, they even moved one time, and I went to camp. And when I came back, nobody was in the apartment. She just would never talk to me. I couldn't be part. I learned how to love her by going into the closet and feeling and smelling her clothes. Hmm. Wow. And then I also learned, too, because by feeling the material, I also learned, too, she kept change in her pockets, and so I started feeling change so I could have money. Hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Huh. Well, I remember stealing... Uh, coins of my dad so that I could have a defense fund in case my dad did something bad to my mom. And uh, uh, I was uh, that's what I was afraid of, that he was going to institutionalize my mom. So I stole, uh, but I always did just enough that it would look like maybe nothing was missing. Uh, never spent the money. But um, I knew how to lie because I had, I, I would do anything to keep my, my dad from getting angry with, my, with me because then he would take it out on mom. So I understand the lying. I understand um, just thinking I've got to have my defense fund for my mom. But you know, nobody knew that. Nobody had any idea what I was going through. So I understand that part. What I'm hearing is you did not feel secure at all. Is that right? My mom and, well, my dad, he worked a whole, whole lot. And I didn't ever want to be separated from him again because he was a good man. I mean, he he's dead now, but um, he was a good dad, but he, he loved women. So... As long as he took care of his family, he felt that he could, do, you know, have as many women as he wanted. And um, mm. I would have to go with him. But when he came back home, they could make love and make up. But I was like a reminder 
So the streets of Harlem, Lower East Side, was my mom and my dad. Wow. You know, I'm going to share something with you that many, many, many people don't know. And yet, we've written this in a hundred topics that we have, but many people don't know this. God created us all with three inner needs. Three inner needs for love, significance, and security. Now, Tamar, this is, uh, this is important. These are God-given needs. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's right for you to have the need for love and yet you experienced abuse at a very young age growing up and you experienced mistreatment and th there's a there's a second um, value that you were created for uh, not just with this inner need for love but significance that means meaning and purpose in life and at times I'm not hearing you were treated as though you were significant by those who should have protected you there's those that should have valued you and the third is security security and I'm just not hearing that there was a great deal of security for you do you understand I what do. I'm saying I do I do because do I've you agree never with my do you agree with what I'm saying that you did years, not have three years right until six years ago until six years ago well let me tell you what God intends the Bible says my God will meet all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus Philippians 4:19, and what that means is he is the need meter for all three of those needs do you have a heart for people who are hurting and broken you want to throw them a lifeline but sometimes you just don't know how lifeline to hope is a brand new one-of-its-kind caregiver training designed just for you using video-based instruction from leading experts Plus relevant case studies and interactive exercises, you can discover how to effectively provide support, encouragement, and spiritual care. The ultimate goal is to connect lives in crisis with a new or renewed life in Christ. This 10-week Lifeline to Hope program can train and deploy a small, effective group of caregivers in your church and community. Be the person in your church that brings together caregivers to become better equipped to meet the hurting. Discover more at lifelinetohope.org. Lifelinetohope.org.
If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver. We want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Well, if you have any questions about tonight's topic, any number of topics, really, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They can help you access the resources you need. I want to recommend the keys for living called Abuse Recovery from Surviving to thriving and also guilt, living guilt-free. Those and many other resources, uh, many titles are available as you call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If you'd like to get in touch with the program, once again, you can do that at 800-917-800-NIGHT-17 and uh, talk to us about being on an upcoming program. If you think maybe your question is too small or you're not really ready to be on a live program, We have a way to answer your questions uh, another way, and uh, we can do that through email. If you just send that email question, uh, the email address is askjune at hopefortheheart.org. That's askjune at hopefortheheart.org, and we'd love to cover your question in an upcoming Hope in the Night. So send that in and then listen for uh, for your question to be answered. We'd love to do that for you. Let's get back to our caller tonight. We are back to Tamar. Well, my Hi. friend, when um, when you've described your early life, there's a reason I wanted to understand because I mentioned that there are these three God-given inner needs and God's intention would be for there to be a mother and a father godly father, godly mother, who in an intact home would uh, give the security that's needed to, and give the love, the significance and security. But you did not have that. That was not, um, that did not represent your whole childhood and and youth. Uh, And uh, so what do you do when you don't have those needs met? Well, in truth, the Bible does say, my God will meet your needs. He will supply your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Now, 
How does he do that? Well, let me just be clear about what the Bible actually says. Your need for love, and by the way, the, the point I'm, the reason I want to mention this is we can, you've heard the expression, we can look for love in all the wrong places. Oh, yes. <laughs> and, you know, there's a reason why you did some of the things you've done because you were looking for love. And yes. as you, thank you, by the way, I want to say I deeply appreciate your your candor. Um, you know, you, you've mentioned, like, prostitution. Well, sweetheart, there are people... They'll, they'll think, but the next guy, the next person, you know, may be the answer. And they just go from one person to the next. And they're looking for love. But what I'm saying to you is God's intention is for him to come to into your life in this way. He says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with loving kindness. So everlasting is how long? Uh-huh. Forever. Infinity. Exactly. Forever. Forever. And I believe. And he will I'm... never not love you. That's Jeremiah 31.3. And then let me tell you how significant you are. He said, He says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. So you are 70 years young, about to turn 71. And he's saying, I have my plans for you. I I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You're that significant, regardless of the past. And not yeah. only that, in terms of security, it's fascinating. This is my favorite scripture. It's nobody else's favorite scripture, but it's mine. It's Deuteronomy 31 8. Deuteronomy 31 8 says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So it's like, okay, you you mentioned that, uh, am I understanding that you are, you have a, Marriage, and you uh, are grateful for your husband, right? Yes. Okay. He is a good person, but he—I am so thankful for this. He does not show affection. Mm -hmm. Um, He—he's one that gives. He—he loves through giving. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got married September um, 17th, mm-hmm. and we have partially consummated our marriage, and he just says, give him time. Um, 
He he has a wonderful testimony too, mm-hmm. and he shows me love, and it's like on reliving of not being wanted or rejected, and that's Bob. You know that's it's like I know this is just a test, and I know in my heart um, greater things are yet to come, mm-hmm. and. This battle with my mind is like it wants to take me out almost, June. It's like the closer, like we're starting my first works over again, it's like let's drive her crazy again. You know, it's, it's scary because I know, like, I go up, I, I, bring forth the word the first Saturday at this, at this church, and they have church services on Saturday and Sundays. Mm-hmm. And, and I I asked my pastor before, sit me down, sit me down, because I knew what I was doing um, with my, you know, with my husband at that time. But we've never, he has issues with that part. You know, but I love him. I love mm-hmm. him because I asked the Lord to bring someone into my life who would want to know my mind mm-hmm. instead of my other parts. Right, not just your body. Yeah, and and, and you know, I I'm God. hearing you. So, so what you know is that you are valued for you, not what you can sexually provide. You, and there is a huge difference. Okay, let, let's, let's talk about that. Now, I'm, I'm going to say, based on... Oh, I wanted to ask one question. You said, and this is the second time you mentioned, you said, I'm starting my first work all over again. I think I know what you mean, but I want you to tell me in words, what does that mean? That means that from I am, I am an ordained evangelist. Mm. And not that the title, we know the title mean anything, but it's like part of me. Yes. Part of me. And I believe with my whole heart there's nothing that God can't do. But for some reason, I won't forgive myself. And when I'm by myself. Mm -hmm. But as far as soul winner, it's affecting, it's affecting me now. And I think the reason, I'll just be honest, Jim. Mm -hmm. My husband used to frequent prostitutes. Are you talking about your first, your, your, I'm afraid to go back out there again because they will have to be around me. And I have to, you know, it's like, I know God's working on him too, and I have to leave it in God's hands because he's never given me a reason to think that he would, you know, but he's... He, he he watches Veggie Tales. If you ever seen Veggie Tales, I love. Yep, that's great. Okay, let let me ask now. When you said you when you said 
he used to visit prostitutes. Are you talking about your first husband or your second husband or both? Your second. Okay. 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 Got it. All right. Now, let's let's look at this. Now, if, okay, let's be realistic. All of a sudden, uh, something tragic could happen. Your husband is killed in a car crash. Not his fault. Yes. Or a shooting, whatever. Now uh-huh. we know we you and I know anybody could literally be taken out or be gone. Um, yes. Not because they want to be gone. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, the God who created you, the God who loves you, the God who has the plan and purpose for you, He is the one who wants you to find your security in him. You, he says he will supply all your needs. And yeah. you need to take him at his word that for love, he says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. This is where yeah. he meets those needs himself. For, for significance, he's got the plan and purpose for you until you... Breathe your last breath, and it could be decades. Then number three, um, for security. Now these are yes. you. You did not have security growing up, and throughout no. your your life. Yes, and that's why this scripture is so important. This Deuteronomy, and I'm going to be sending you these verses so you'll have them. Deuteronomy 31.8 The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. The truth is, our God-given needs for love, significance, and security can be legitimately met in the person of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. And the reason that's important is because it's not based on circumstances. For example, there are times when it would be meaningful to you to have a husband respond in a certain way, and you would want that. But let's say he had been in a horrible crash. He didn't die, but he would not be able to perform the normal sexual act. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical, biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. 
or grateful for your prayers and support. And we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually, they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver. You're listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of hope for the heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and support. If you have questions or concerns about the topic of guilt, uh, you can call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They can help you access the right resources, the keys for living on guilt called Living Guilt-Free. We also have the keys called Abuse Recovery from Surviving to Thriving. And those and other resources are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If it's more convenient for you to email, you may do so at customer support at hopefortheheart.org. That's customer support at hopefortheheart.org. Now back to tonight's conversation with Tamar. Well, Tamar, you have been very helpful to describe what you're struggling with. And let me mention that we can live with a wrong belief. A wrong belief, and that wrong belief needs to turn to the right belief. The wrong belief is, well, I don't feel loved, or the only way I can have any sense of value and worth is to be loved and accepted and admired by a certain person, which could be like your husband. Him doing the things that would seem what would be most meaningful to you. But the right, and that's a wrong belief, actually. The right belief is the only way to, to receive God's fulfilling love is to recognize that my inner needs uh, are met by Him, that uh, I, I will look to the Lord for His acceptance and for meaning in life to, for him to supply meaning in life. Listen to this scripture. Romans 10, 11 says, Anyone who believes in him, and that means you rely upon, you entrust your life to him, will never be put to shame. Amen. At, never be put to shame. You have said, I won't forgive myself. Sweetheart, That 
is a type of shame that you must relinquish and say, God does not, that's not God's will for me. He wants me to accept his full forgiveness and my identity is in him. Your identity, sweetheart, is not in what you've done in the past. It wasn't what was done to you as a child. It wasn't done, it wasn't what was you were conditioned to do as an adult. Your identity is in him, the person of Jesus Christ. And how precious when we read, blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin and the Lord will never count against, the, the sin will never count against them. That's Romans 4. So, this is your job, <laughs> is to yes. let the past stay in the past, because Jesus Christ, that's the whole reason he came to earth, was to die on the cross for your sin, for my sin, and every one of us have chosen wrong. It's not like we accidentally fell in a hole. Every one of us has chosen wrong. But you know, when you look at the Bible and you value the Bible, you're a true, authentic Christian, and you've had a changed life through Christ. Now, let me verify. Is a person who becomes a true, authentic Christian, does the Bible say that we are forgiven for all of our sin? Okay, that's true. Yes. Yes. Okay. So if he is, if he is willing to forgive you for your sin, I don't think you want to be a higher judge than God Himself, do you? Mm, You're right. Hmm? You're right. See, Uh, you. you. Well, this is huge. In fact. It's it he that's the whole point of Jesus coming to earth. It wasn't to just be a role model. It, it, it wasn't just to heal certain people and do miracles. Right. He right. he came he he came to save sinners. And what did he save yes. us from? The the guilt of our sin. So the Bible says I acknowledge my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said I will forgive my transgressions. I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. So, sweetheart, if he's willing to forgive you, you've got to be you're you're not you're not going to want to stay a higher judge than God, are you? Okay. Now, how do you do that? Well, this is the good news. This is the good news. When we look at the Bible, not only does Jesus say the truth sets us free, right? Doesn't he say that? Well, 
in Romans 12, 2. Okay. A very interesting passage. See, this is going to be your new priority. Your okay. new priority is this. God's priority for me, meaning you, is to change your thinking. He Amen. says, Amen. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your what? Mind. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, this is what I'm going to pose for you. Uh, Let me ask, do you have any idea of what would be what do you think would be the God that, that would be God's highest purpose uh, for for you for for people? What would be God's highest purpose? Many people don't know this. What do you think? Well, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to I'm going to give you what the highest purpose is, and then you'll see that that would fit okay. in. Okay. You're going to have, I want, you, I want you to imagine a target. Can you imagine a target that has rings and it's black in the middle, but there's an outer ring and a middle ring and an inner ring, and then there's like a target practice. You're shooting a, a, a gun or a, an arrow or whatever. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, okay. it does. Okay, think about the outer circle. That's going okay. to be your new purpose. Okay. God's purpose is, this is found in Romans eight twenty nine. It says you are predestined, you're predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. In other words, God's highest purpose for you is to be conformed to the character of Christ. And you've already seen that he's changing you, right? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. Now, that's that outer ring. And I want you to repeat after me. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. To be conformed to the character of Christ. To be conformed to the character of Christ. Is that what you want? Yes, it is, Jim. Okay, that's the highest purpose. Okay, say it again. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes to be conformed to the character of Christ. To be conformed to the character of Christ. Amen. Now, sweetheart, Amen. notice, notice he says that he has already predestined you to be conformed. So he's already figured out how he is doing it. Does that make sense? Okay, yes, he's, he's, he's already pre-planned how he's conforming you to the image of his son. Okay, so number two, we've already talked about that middle ring is a new priority. God's priority for you is to change your thinking. Because he says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's Romans 12, 2. And so I want you to say after me, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do whatever it takes. To line up my thinking. No, this is going to be to line up my thinking with God's thinking. To line up my thinking with God's thinking. Yes, I'll do whatever it takes. Say it again. 
I'll do whatever it takes to line up to my line, thinking, line, up, line my up, thinking up my thinking with God's thinking. With God's thinking. And in order for you to the, listen to this, in order for you now to that that that, that inside ring is a new plan. You've got a new purpose, a new priority. Now here's a new plan. This is the plan. God's plan for you is to rely on Christ's strength, not your strength, to be all he created you to be. Because he says, well, this is uh, what uh, is uh, Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So in order for you to be free from not forgiving yourself, free from the shame of the past, to yes. to know that you are fully forgiven, and to live guilt free, guilt free, you're going to say, "I'll do whatever it takes." Say that after me. I'll do. I'll do whatever it takes to fulfill His plan and His strength. To fulfill His plan and His. Yeah, it's not your strength, it's his strength. I, no, it's because not. that's what the Bible says. I can do all things through Christ yes. who gives me strength. Yes. So I'm going to be sending you our material on guilt. And it's called Living Guilt Free. Because that is what I think you need. Because your heart is in the right place, sweetheart. And you... you and everyone knows what it's like to blow it, to choose wrong, not just once, but to do it again and again. Well, you want to transform life. So now you're going to have this freedom formula. It's a new purpose plus a new priority plus a new plan equals a transformed yes. life. Yes. <laughs> Is that okay for you and me? Wonderful. It's wonderful. All right, sweetheart. Well, I am so grateful. Thank you. When we send you this on guilt-free living, uh, just you'll you'll see a number of things to be able to do that you'll be able to do because you are in Christ. Christ is in you, and when the sun, the Bible says, when the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Indeed. In fact, I think so you're going to be you're so welcome. I think you're going to be able to use a lot of the material that you'll receive. As you said, you're an ordained evangelist. You will be able to help others and take anything that we have to uh, help you help others. It is an honor and a privilege. I'm very proud of you. You hang on to hope. We will send the keys for living called guilt, living guilt free. We'll send that out to tonight's caller and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of our ministry. And if you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. We thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.